The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Hello, everybody. How you doing? It's Gary. And Dane, welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Poor Gary, it's 11 p.m. <sighs> only 10 p.m. in England, but that's about 10 p.m. That's three hours longer than I've been up any time for the last two weeks. So, <laughs> so you've been you've been quite the party animal, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, I've been going to bed at between six and seven every night. Wow, hanging around those Europeans takes it out of you. I know, but it's like I keep getting up at four o'clock in the morning too. That also doesn't help. Yeah, well, slightly. Slightly different time zone thing going on. Yeah, I know. But you'll be home soon. I will. Tomorrow. Tomorrow you night. Get I get to home. Houston, where the temperature could be described as, well, does the word hell mean anything to you? Mm-hmm. Hell? Hell. 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 You know. Yeah. Is it hotter I, than hell? Exactly. You know, and I think of the number of times that somebody either said to me or wanted to say to me, go to hell, and I'm thinking... Oh, thanks for wishing that upon me. I now live in Houston. How does it get any better than that? I just, I just had somebody that that lives here. What? You only really live here half the time. I don't even live here half the time. Are you kidding? Half the time would be about eighty percent more than the time I get right now. <laughs> oh boy! I had I had somebody that lives here in Houston that is a transplant also, and she was saying. She's like, you know what? I used to go outside all the time, and I used to enjoy it so much. And I went, you know what? I just had that realization also that I really used to love going outside, and it's really one of the things that's nurturing for my body. And what she was saying was, she's saying, you know what? I felt I've been feeling so friggin' cranky and sort of like, like a caged animal, huh? Notice I'm bringing in the animal thing. And I said, well, I said I had the same thing, and I just came up with a brilliant realization. Fuck the heat. I'm not going to let it run my life anymore. I'm going outdoors. I'm going to go find some greenery. I'm going to go run. I'm going to go jog. I'm going to spend some time outside, regardless if that's what you're supposed to do or not. So uh, new things are occurring. So there. Yeah. So what's our subject today, my friend? You know our subject. It's all about animals. Huh? Animals. Animals. Those beautiful creatures. What if the greatest gift we have is the awareness of animals and we aren't the animal that has awareness? Yeah, well, (laughs) look around. I think it's probably pretty clear that we are not the animal that has awareness. But, you know, uh, this could be a 
Well, it's kind of interesting. One of the things, it's like I actually talked to the lady who handles the horses today. And it's like, and we tried to breed one of the mares that that I have out in California. And uh, she didn't take because there was no egg. And I remembered that when I had my horses in Texas and they had a drought in Texas, that I could not, uh, I could not get get some of the horses pregnant, number one. But number two, a lot of them that did get pregnant, actually their babies were either stillborn or had problems. Wow. Very strange. Well, that's the, that's the thing. You know, it's interesting because we have the, we have the uh, uh, part of the subject, you know, what if you're not the animal that has awareness and, you know, this is something we've talked about for a very long time, is that the animals function from an awareness of the future, and they also function from an awareness of the kingdom of we, as we call it, which is, you know, where everyone and everything else is actually included. And, you know, we've talked about that also for a while, using that example of where, you know, the rabbits stop producing when it's going to be a bad year next year. They're, number one, aware of the future, and number two, willing to be part of of connecting and communing with everything to such a degree that they'll stop having kids if it's going to be bad for everybody else and themselves because they have that level of awareness. You know, what would it be like if we were willing to have that level of awareness? We had that kind of level of awareness. We wouldn't have the population we have on planet Earth. That's true. (laughs) That's so true. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's interesting how animals will, will stop before they overpopulate. And we obviously won't. We just keep having more kids thinking, I don't know what we're thinking, but we must be thinking something. Because I think, you know, like most people don't think when they have sex. (laughs) Maybe maybe it is the one time when they don't think. Who knows? Hmm. It's probably the only time when they don't think. Maybe that's why they like to do it so much. Exactly. It's the one thing that requires no brains. Yay. Okay. And yes. All right. So on that note, we have Karen from Toronto waiting for us. Okay. Karen? Are you there? I'm here. Okay. Are you here? Yes. <laughs> I am. I'm always here. Can yeah. you Are you from back this? from Der Copenhagen? Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, my question was different because animals don't have accidents. They pick their owners, right? Uh-huh. I have a cat who's peeing all over the floor and doggy, <laughs> and I'm not sure if doggy's going to stay with me because he's on his last half pill and he has to come off of his pills. Okay. So is your cat pissed off at something? Um, I don't know if, he might be pissed off that I keep brushing him because he hates it. Yeah. But they he, don't like to be, they don't like to be brushed. But he's like that cat that you had that licked himself twice and that was his bath. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't brush him to get him clean. You take a wet, damp, you know, you take a damp washcloth uh, oh. and you give him a bath periodically. Well, I think it's been going on since he came to live with me, and he came to live with me because I don't think anybody else really wanted him. Okay. So 
I'm not understanding the problem. Um, okay, he's pissed. You're saying that he's pissed. There's one of my cats that's pissed off at me. Not necessarily the one that came to live with me after. No, the I've, one that's pissing oh. on the floor. That one's pissed off at you. I have th- Okay, I have... Sorry, I should have told you I have three cats. Oh. You're, you know, you're going to be one of those mad cat women in the future. Oh. No, I already was. Oh, you already I, was. I had 12 at one time. Oh, good Lord. Well, you know, people don't want to fix and neuter their cats. Yeah, and why did you become responsible for taking care of all their cats? Because this mama cat, she kept bringing them to my backyard and looking at me with those big sad eyes. Oh, you're a sucker, aren't you? I'm a great... <laughs> yeah. So everything you're unwilling to perceive, no be and receive about how the entire neighborhood knows you're the sucker that they can give any cat to at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're trying to create all that. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. How's that? Okay, see, I told you that cats were aware. They brought all their kittens to you because they knew you were too silly to, you know, to get yeah, rid of them. Get this, she only brought me half of her litter each time. <laughs> she, only, she only brought to me what I could handle each time, which was two at a time. She had oh. about four to six litters when I lived in this house, and she always brought me two or three cats. She never brought me the whole litter. That's because she's aware. She See, was animals, animals function from this awareness of energy, and, and it's sort of like they dance with energy. It's like all of, they don't think, which is the brilliance of animals. Even though we keep going, oh, they're this, they're this. It's like, no, they don't think. They have, they have so, this energetic awareness that they function from, unless they're well, doing something for us or picking it up well, from us. That's what? interesting because then why do they create colonies of 240 cats? Because that's what they are in the wild. Big, they just keep multiplying. Well, yes. and, you know, when... And, and start eating the babies. Well, the fox, where I used to live, the foxes were eating the babies. Food. Yeah, See, they were, the foxes would grab a hold of the back legs of the cats and drag them out of the bed. And then you'd find all these cats that had all their back legs missing. This is a fun story. So, well, um, uh, I, I, they function sorry. from awareness until yes. they have so many points of view from people imposed on them that they come out of awareness and then function from projection, expectation, separation, judgment, and rejection. So how many projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections are your cats functioning from that are pissing on your furniture and pissing on the floor? Mm. Everything that is times a gazillion, we destroy it greater, please. Yes. Right? Good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, meon. So which cat is pissing on the floor? Well, you know what? I thought it was Norton, but maybe it's not Norton. Apparently it's not Norton. Apparently not. Hmm. Well, uh. T.T. seems to keep trying to tell me something, but 
then he looks at me like I'm an idiot, and he's kind of all pissed off. So might, that might be it. Yeah, yeah. So you might want to check, you know, it's like maybe what he's doing is reflecting at you where the dog sits. Maybe the dog's pissed up at you for not having him put down. The dog is... Oh, that's kind of weird. Well, you listen to the cats more than you will the dog. No, I do. The dog is the dog is quite quite attached to me. Won't go anywhere without me. But this week he seemed extra odd because I had said to somebody that I would think I was thinking about taking him off his last small piece of medication because it doesn't seem to be doing him any good. Maybe he would like you to take him off of that. Because mm. when I first talked to you about him, he was on three different seizure medications. He was so stoned he could hardly keep his eyeballs open. So I've got him down to a half tab, and it's pretty intense medication. Okay. So does, does he want to be here? Oh, I get a. I I always get yes, no. That's because you don't want to hear the truth. That is, I, and I have a point of view about entities entering my animals and running my life. Whew. Well, mm-hmm. Sounds like you're letting the animals run your life. <laughs> um. Someone said to me, this is the way you talk to the animals, and this is the way you talk to me. So the animals have to go. <laughs> okay, have fun. Yeah, no, the, the animals are not going unless they'd like another home. If there's somebody else that they had in mind. Okay, so the animals run your life. Yes, they do. <laughs> So here, I think this will help you and a few thousand other people out there in the world. So what have you made so violent about always having animals run your life that keeps you from creating a life that you'd like to live? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just try to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, chores, boys and beyond. And one of the interesting things is when you were a little kid, it's like the animals understood you. And some people take that forward into their lives and go, cool, these are the one things that will understand me. But because you have that as a point of view, you never let any other person in. And sometimes that you won't let anyone in and anyone includes you. So everything you've done to exclude you while including the animals, as though the animals are the only ones who ever get you, which means you can't ever get you, will you destroy and create it, please? Yes. Right, Mike. Bad, pot, and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. The, even with the rabbits and cats, we have this point of view that we have to rescue them. Well, that's your point of view. Some people do. <laughs> yes, so that's why we end up with colonies of buckets and buckets of rabbits and buckets and buckets of cats. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's like I used to take, I had rabbits, I had three rabbits, and they were really wonderful. And then this friend of mine brought me over another female rabbit, she swore. It turned out to be a male rabbit. And suddenly I had jillions of bunnies running around my backyard. 
Oh, so lovely. I would trap them, and then I'd take them down to the nearest park and turn them loose. And oh, they'd geez. come right back. Oh, no. Oh. It probably became coyote food. <laughs> yes. You made the baby get excited on that one. Yeah. Um, Dane, when you go, you're going to San Diego at the end of this month. Uh-huh. There is a safari sanctuary there, and they have a peregrine falcon. Huh. Um, they, in the 90s, they discovered that peregrine falcons were being, um, their eggs were um, being, well, they were thinner, and then they tested and they found out that the eggs were hot with DDT. Oh, wow. Yeah, so one of the things they talk about with DDT is bioaccumulation. Yep. And so they couldn't figure out where the, the peregrines were getting it from, and then they realized, well, pigeons, because they eat a lot of pigeons. But it seems like bioaccumulation, the DDT goes into the water, goes down into the silt, and all the bottom feeders feed on that. And then all the worms in the soil feed on the DDT. And it's like, how do we change DDT bioaccumulation? Well, I've always got my own pen. You have to be willing to be potent enough to change it. Yeah. And you do that by getting out of your point of view and then practicing these one, two, threes and one, two, three, fours that we talk about. What would the, the point of view, you couldn't, you can't, they've done, they've tried to rescue the peregrines and they've taken them into sanctuaries and now they've got breeding programs, but they've been asking for a long time, where do the peregrine falcons go that they're still picking up DDT and where do they go in the winter when they're not up in Alaska and up in the coastal waters that are cold? Well, it's like, yeah, it's like the thing is, you are looking at the scientific evidence, quote unquote, yes. rather than how you can change it. You've got to ask what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to change the DT, the DVT accumulation with total ease. And right, I hate to right. say it, but it's time for us to go to break. So we have okay. to go now. So I'm going to let you go. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Karen. Bye bye. Take care. And on that note, uh, we will come back in a couple of minutes and consider going to San Diego for the Being You Changing the World class or coming online because it's broadcast around the world and we might be able to do something to undo DDT for the Peregrine Falcons. Huh? We'll be back in a couple of minutes on Voice America. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Douglas. I'd like to invite you to the fun and joy of having a download of these wonderful clearings that we do in these shows. I realized that I've asked people to put them on loose and not very many people know how. So we decided that we'd offer you the chance to have us doing it for you in our voice to make your life easier. Thanks for being with us and thanks for being part of our life. To sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities Clearings Program for only $5 a month, visit whenisthetime.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? 
thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where we are having a discussion about animals, theoretically. Gary? Yeah? I just want to make sure you're still alive over there I'm and still, awake. I'm still, I'm still awake. I'm still didn't know if, you know, sure. if I'd have to take over, you know, do it on my own, as it were. You know, the show must go on. I'm now. Wouldn't yes. it be? Oh, you know what we should do is we should what? we should just both disconnect. But before we do, what we'll do is no, I better not say we should both disconnect. Pock and pot all that. Okay, this is a entertainment, you know. So we should both just like not talk anymore and tell people we would like you to ponder your own connection with the animals for the next two segments. Be silent and commune with nature. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be a cool show to have two segments of just total silence? That would be funny to me, but then I have a perverse sense of humor, so that's you fun. and me both, apparently. Oh well, it's your fault. You <gasps> yeah, exactly. Because I've been around longer than you have, so it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. You made me do it. Not like you had that when you were a little kid or anything. <sighs> no, I've never had a perverse sense of humor when I was well. Uh huh. Never. Mind. Yeah, kind of, just a little bit. So we have Karen from Maine on the line. Karen from Maine, are you there? Yes, thanks for taking my call. I'm so glad that you decided not to have silence for the next two segments. Oh, thank you for the gratitude. See, I'm glad we didn't now, too. Um, my question is, um, I've been allergic to animals for like decades, maybe a couple of decades, um, and I loved animals when I was a kid, um, but... Through that, uh, you know, being allergic to animals, I kind of developed this fear or discomfort around animals when they approach me, and somehow it's like become a habit, and I still am kind of uncomfortable around animals. Ooh. And I raise so, chickens and fish, and um, I would like to get more comfortable. I, like, if I scare the chickens, I'm so afraid they're going to fly the coop, or and they scamper every time I come nearby. I would like to have a better relationship with those animals that I'm raising. And animals in general when I go to other people's houses, too. So I don't have that fear. Okay, so what do you love about being allergic to animals? Ow. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, there's times a godzillion. We just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Don't go to New York. Why? Oh, those are those are people. I, I'm sorry. I, it's, it's, it's just roughly. Kind of. Yeah, different kind of animal. Anyway, oh, okay. go ahead. So what do you Carry love? <laughs> being allergic to animals. Oh, um, so that I don't have to deal with them? or yeah. Okay, so how many lifetimes were you enslaved to take care of animals? Oh, ouch. Hey, ouch. everything that is, and all the DJCCs you have with that, we just want to create them all. Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Whoa. Wow. I was thinking, how many, wow, that was a good one. Mm. I was thinking how many lifetimes you'd been eaten by, you know, like ouch. wolves and stuff. Yeah, how many lifetimes have you been? You know, have you been relegated to being an animal that got slaughtered? Everything that is times a gazillion. We destroy and create a place. Oh my God! Right, vomit. Oh. all nine shorts and beyonds. Oh. Wow. Oh. Wow. Who was right? My goodness. <laughs> So how can I create a different reality? Well, this is how you do it. You might want to listen to this a few thousand times. So <laughs> okay. how many lifetimes have you, you know, dedicated your life to to the survival of animals based on the death of you? Oh. Everything that is times a Godzilla, we just trying to create it all. Right on, good and bad, pot and pock, all oh. nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, so much sadness you know, comes up, too. Wow. Sorry. Oh. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. That's because, yes. And that's the thing is what you'll do. Here's the funny part about something like this is you'll create the allergy so you don't have to get close, so you don't have to be sad when you, you know, when something else occurs oh. or so you don't have to. Because how many lifetimes have you been the person that had to slaughter the most, you know, the, your most beloved animals in order to survive? Oi. Oh. Everything that is. Uh. Times so, you know, we just trying to uh. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I think that one's affecting me a little bit there. <laughs> Holy cow. How do we make this lighter? Oh my God. Well. <laughs> By running these processes a few oh, more times. Oh, my goodness. Because uh, what happens is it, it's like you get the awareness of the, what's actually going on when we, you know, when we ask the question and mm. we run the process, and then it actually does start to lighten up in that moment. So. It is. It's getting lighter already. That's cool. Whew. But That's isn't awesome. it interesting that all of, this, all of this energy has been there based on these previous lifetimes and has been a total like sort of this intensity of something that's been sticking and in the way and it's like wow really and i mean this is the funny part of when you follow the energy rather than come up with a conclusion about what creates an allergy mm. all of a sudden then you can be you know you can create this we can create a different possibility because it's not anything that's ever been 
you know, talked about or anything else before, but you get this from following the energy and then being able to change it that way. Hmm. Mm. So, Gary, you were saying? Oh, every, you know, how many lifetimes have you prepared yourself to destroy you rather than destroy animals? Everything that is times of God's doing, we're just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, you'll be all Oh my goodness. <laughs> Golly, wow, this animal thing is having a little more effect in my world than I thought it would. Yeah. Phew. I'm getting lighter, so thanks, Dane, for taking that on. Hey, you know, my pleasure. You know, always always here to contribute if I can. <laughs> wow, that's so and cool. To acknowledge what was in the past, to clear now yeah and clear it you know because the other thing is like so many of the other things i had done before access you could acknowledge something from the past if you know because you could get a sense of the energy of something but then you couldn't change it it was like oh this is why it occurs cool and then you'd go and a week later it would still be happening it's like damn it but this you acknowledge it and then you change it which is a far greater gift than even just acknowledging it Really, I thought that when you did like past life regressions and things like that, that you actually do clear the energies. How many times has that been the case? I'll get kind of heavy on that one. I know, so did okay. I, because I used to do it. I oh. used to do this, and I used to do it with people. I mean, I used to walk people back. And, and the thing is, if I could get, what I realized after a short amount of time was the further I could walk them back to the thing that was even previous to the thing that they thought was the source of it, Mm -hmm. I can walk them back far enough to actually get to the point of creation of it and use the tools that I was using to give them resolution. It worked. But if I didn't get them all the way back to the point of creation, it would come back after a few days or weeks or months. And so with this pock and pod, we're asking the energy to go back to the point of creation rather than trying to visualize it or cognitively figure it out. And so... It changes it, whether it was last week or 100 billion years ago or last lifetime or 10 lifetimes ago. It doesn't matter. It goes back to that point of creation, the actual point of creation, which is part of the reason this access processing is so effective. Ah, very cool. Um, so are there questions I could be asking before I approach my chickens or fish? Yeah. What am I afraid I'm going to have to do with it? <laughs> With them and to them. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I can't even say the thing that came up. But everything that you've been forced to do with animals that really isn't something that should even be discussed in public. Can we destroy and create all that, please? Yes, please. Times a gazillion, right, wrong, about all nine, pot, pot, short, boys, once. And every lifetime in which you made other people do that with animals, <laughs> you very interesting, sick and twisted person. Will you destroy and create all that, please? <laughs> Times a gazillion. Right, run to battle nine, butt puck shirts, boys and beyonds. Now, here's the funny thing to me. We have Anne who's texting us the processes, right? The processes she has not yet texted are the one about being eaten alive by animals. She didn't text that one. And she hasn't texted the one that I just did because I think I'm freaking her out a little bit over there. Okay, just, you know, Anne, just pock and pot it, babe. You can do this. She's probably only freaking out about it because, like, you know, that it, you know, it's like she's too has done it. The only reason you freak out about stuff is because you, you've been too. <laughs> exactly. So, pod and pock when you were that, pod and pock when you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, 
thank you very much, I think, for this <laughs> process. Yeah. You're welcome. Hey, let us know. You know, send us an email. Let us know how you are with the chickens and the fish. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. Take care. And, thanks. And the only the only thing I'm going to add to this conversation is don't try to breed your chickens with your fish. There. I am feel like a man of... You wouldn't teach a chicken to be a fish. <laughs> you would you wouldn't, I think, so we have, we have the book, You Wouldn't Teach a Fish to Climb a Tree, which is about the, the X-Men of our species, the kids who have ADD, well, people who have ADD, ADHD, OCD, and autism, written by Anne, the brilliant lady that's also sending us the processes, written by Anne and us, I guess, if you look at it. Brilliant, amazing book. Get it if you know somebody with ADD, ADHD, OCD, or autism, or if you know yourself at all. And... Um, but I think if we were going to do kind of a weird offshoot about animals, about Karen and animals, it would be you wouldn't teach your chicken to mount your fish. That's what I'm thinking. Does that does that sound right, Gary? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what side of the bed I woke up on, but about an hour ago I went, you know what? I am so tired of not having as much fun as I would like to have. I'm just going to go for it, and we'll see what happens. So – uh, there you go. That's that was based on a choice I made an hour ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So. All right. So I think we have uh, Michelle from North Dakota. Cool. Hi guys. <laughs> Hi Michelle. Hi. How are you doing? Doing good. great. Given that you're from North Dakota, we are considering you might have some really interesting animal questions and stories. I- I don't know if mine can compare to the last conversation, so I don't <laughs> want to disappoint you. I apologize. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I have two Italian greyhounds, and one of them is currently dealing with um, swollen lymph nodes. And so with her, I've been playing with um, clearing surrogacy, um, if that's what she's doing, and also clearing entities and asking her if she wants any energy ran, but she'll kind of, she just runs from that. And then also I've been playing with clearing, um, the possible entity of maybe the entity that was in the body prior to her coming to my house and nothing really seems to be working. So I was just wondering if you guys could help me with what I might be missing. Yes. I'm sorry, that has nothing to do with fish mounting chickens or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) So what is made so vital about having the right answer for the wrongness of your dog that keeps you determining that the dog will never be well, which is the projection and expectation you are giving the dog, which makes the dog never be well. Oh, damn wow. it, Jerry. That's, yeah. <laughs> Everything that is times of God's own. We're just trying to it all. Right. Well, yeah. Good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Is that Oh. Okay, that one. I'll see that. Follow half of that. That was a great one. Holy moly. <laughs> Holy, Holy right. moly. Yeah, I'm going to write religious <laughs> songs, you know, like, you know how you have the hymnals in church? I would write one called Holy Moly. I think everybody would love it. I'm just saying. Anyway, it would be a hit. So, what's that? It would be a hit. <laughs> 
I'm sure it would be. <laughs> so what have you made so vital about having the right answer for the wrongness of your dog that keeps you determining that your dog will never be well, which is the projection and expectation you're giving your dog, which makes sure your dog will never be well. Everything that is times a gazillion. We just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh my goodness, I think I think my mother, because if my, like, you know, this person that kind of relies on me, if they're not doing well, then that's a reflection of me and blah, blah, blah. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> so you're doing the same thing to your dog. How nice. Yep, I know. Aren't you happy you're being your mother? <laughs> that just occurred to me. I didn't think, I just didn't, yeah, wow, that didn't occur so to me before. Everything you've done to become your mother so you can take care of your, bo- your dog the way your mother took care of you. We just trying to create all that. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Wow. And that's also the way this works is like we, you know, you put your attention on it and we run a process or whatever, or ask a question. And all of a sudden you get this awareness of something that's been buried underneath there forever. And that becomes one of the pieces that starts unlocking it for you. It's kind of cool the way all this stuff works. Oh, totally. Like, I couldn't agree more because it's just like I've listened to everything I could get my hands on with Susie Godsey, and I've ran every clearing I could think of, and and I can even vouch for the fact that um, um, past life regression, it doesn't really, it's not nearly as effective as the tools of access. So I'm just like, this is awesome. (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you. We're going to have to go to break, so thanks so much for calling in, Michelle. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Michelle. You too. Have a great one. (laughs) We'll be back in a couple minutes on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Douglas. I'd like to invite you to the fun and joy of having a download of these wonderful clearings that we do in these shows. I realized that I've asked people to put them on loose, and not very many people know how. So we decided that we'd offer you the chance to have us doing it for you in our voice to make your life easier. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for being part of our life. To sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities Clearings Program for only $5 a month, visit whenisthetime.com. 
Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hello, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane. Welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America where we're talking about animals and, Let's, you know, some the, cool stuff. Speaking Let's, of animals, Miss Mary, are you there? I am. How are you today? Very good. How are you? Phenomenal, darling. How are you doing? Well, some parts of me pretty good, some parts not. Almost a month ago, I was bitten by what was probably a pit bull, and the bites are pretty deep, and it's not healing very well. What can I do to facilitate this and Actually, what am I doing to stop it from healing very well? Okay, so I get the impression that your body could use some kind of supplement. Some kind of what? Supplement. Oh, okay. Like what? I'm already taking some. I up the vitamin C and some other stuff, and the doctor put me on uh, enzymes that probably are helping, but... They're slowly getting better, but the the skin is 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 thick and hard where the residue is right now. Okay. So you're getting a head thing. I'm not getting any call on it, but I not know it's a supplement. Well, when you said the vitamin C, what came up was like echinacea and golden seal. Golden seal actually, because it's a blood okay. purifier. Yeah, really good. Um, can probably get there's, there's there's also apparently there's a cactus that they also use to make tequila. I was going to say agave, which is really funny. <laughs> right, agave. Yeah. This is, this is a cactus that's designed you- to make tequila. That's agave. That's agave? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not. Are you thinking of nopal? Yeah. Oof. Nopal is that, a cactus that yeah. helps blood sugar and other stuff. Yeah. Huh. And That I've got. Oh, cool. Okay, good. Yeah. I so love that. What about what the doctor's ordered? Is that he just ordered something yesterday, and it's, it's too soon for me to say whether it's going to do any good or not. Do you get any hit on that one? Uh, it should help, yeah. Good. He said it's supposed to help clean it up since it's such a deep wound. I mean, that was one big mouth dog. It's funny that you were on animals today, and that's what I was calling about was a dog bite. Okay, dog bite. I know, huh? And yeah. You're in, the fl- you're in the flow in a slightly different way. Yeah. And it was we, a really weird experience, and now I'm staying in a town where there's 
probably eight small dogs that like to play roughly with each other. And when they do, I get the hell out of their way because I don't want them climbing on my leg where it's still infected. Yeah. I seem to be doing something not very effectively to take care of myself. What the hell am I doing to myself? I don't know. What are you dying to get out of? Well, the the, the issues that have come up around the heat and humidity in a different part of Mexico, this is where I am now. It's the rainy season, so it's not super hot or super humid. Okay, so everything that is times a God's name, we just trying to create it all. Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. What are you dying to get out of? Actually, there are times I'm not too excited to be here at all. Okay. So everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Can I ask My mind kind of went, yeah, but on that one. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you creating anything these days? Um, not anything that I want to proceed into the future with, I can tell you that. Well, that's usually when you decide you don't want to be there anymore. True story. So, you got to start creating, honey. It helps to know what you want to create, doesn't it? Nope. No, just ten start creating. Seconds. You got 10 seconds to live the rest of your life. Start living. Stop waiting for it to happen. Yeah, I guess I have been having a. Yeah. Uh huh. And unfortunately, when, you on, when you're on weight instead of create, you start dying and becoming dog bait. Uh huh. Yep. That date, I was in a particularly shitty mood when the dog came after me. Of course, always. Because, you know, it's like, you know, it's like years ago, they did a study of wolves, and they discovered that wolves only go after the weakest link in the herd, the one that's diseased and needs to be taken out. Hmm. <laughs> what kind of surprised me was I started screaming bloody murder, and the dogs backed off. I thought, wonder what dog did. Mm -hmm. ready to die yet even though you think you are uh huh apparently you got some life left in those bones lady you sure uh huh yep I'm sure okay take 10 seconds every 10 seconds try something new create something new I did by calling in today I know Uh, good job start to create you know it's like you'll you know you won't asphyxiate true story time to get busy honey yes sir okay thanks for calling all right take care bye-bye okay we have pepper from canada canadia canadia Canadian, darling. What part of Canada are you from, darling? Regina, you'll like that. Regina? How does it get any better than that? (laughs) That is not the word I heard. 
I know. I, I was surprised that Dean actually said it right. A wealthy, a wealthy nether region. How does it get any better than that? <laughs> so, That's so what what's your it's Regina? Regina. That's what I said. It's a wealthy nether Regina. region. Rich. So anyway, yeah, it's it's cool. I actually went for a walk in the desert last week, and I'm usually quite afraid of snakes. And this lady was telling me how she's been walking in the desert, and I just thought naive Canadians did that. And uh, she was so calm about it that I decided to go with her. And um, we didn't see a snake, but it's interesting because since I've been doing access, even when I was telling her how scared I was of snakes, as soon as I said that, I said, there's no energy around it. I'm not scared of snakes. So that's kind of cool. Cool. Like all my life, I have, you know thought of that as a, a major fear and it's, it seems to vanish so that's interesting but my question is if it's about animals um so yeah my my mom and my husband they have been uh over the last few months towards each other been acting like parts of the body of a donkey <laughs> <laughs> right wait a minute who wait donkeys who, uh, um, who, who? They've been, my mom and my husband, since I've been <laughs> stepping into this bar's stuff, I feel like there's oh. lots of shifting. And the energy in the room when they're in the same room is so thick. It's like uncomfortable. Like really uncomfortable. And so I've been in allowance of it. And last night we actually all had a glass of wine together for a little bit. But I'm just wondering if you're, you can pick up on anything like of that and if you can, you know, help me through that a little bit. Okay. I like how you tied it into animals. Let me just say that. <laughs> well, I can't believe everybody's on subject. I don't know what's going on because I lost you when you were out in the desert with the with the snake lady. Well, I'm trying to talk about animals. Okay. So the family is a pain in the donkey's booty, basically. But they they're, they are just being total like... asses to each other. They're hardly not even. They're not now. It's, they're at the point over the past few months that they're hardly speaking, and they're. Okay. I got a process for you. They're really, it's just the energy you need to put is this, really you need, to listen to, you need to listen to this. You need to put this on a loop and run it nonstop. Yeah. What have, what have you made so vital about family that keeps you eternally seeking the stupids as the family you must defend? Mm-hmm. Everything that is times a godzillion. We just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. That's nice. Great yeah. process. Uh -huh. It's Petra's fault. She made me do it. Petra's like that, you know. So what have you made so vital about family that keeps you seeking the stupids as the family you must defend? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it, please. 
Yeah. Right on, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, all you do is say say to those people, wow, that's an interesting way of handling that, and walk away. Yeah. Because they're not handling it. But if you say that's an interesting way of handling it, then they'll have to look at it and go, wait a minute, I'm not handling it. I'm just pissed off at them. Oh, mm -hmm. wait a minute. Am I supposed to handle this? Right, and just let it, like, just, I just say, like, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be? And just being an allowance that I suppose that we are all doing some shifting, and it's like sometimes there's an outlash or, um, you know, uh, res resistance, right? That's yep. how I'm you feeling. Be allowance of it, interesting point of view it. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And run the process, and that will start yeah. shifting the energy underneath it that you haven't been able to shift yet. All right. Cool. So, okay. um, do you guys, uh, yeah, I, I, something happened to me the other day. I was running my bars in a restaurant. Just my implant band, and yeah. um, it was actually a little while ago. And this guy said, "You know, you really got to try the salad." And then we ended up talking, and he ended—he's um internationally renowned brain surgeon. Yeah. And uh, he invented the robotic doctor, and does talks all over the world. And I ran his bars last week. Cool. And then he went to Bolivia. I sent him the video that Dr. Fannin did. Yeah. And then he he is like that's really cool and and uh, asked me if I would run the process and then he just emailed me today so I'm going to go out this weekend and do some more processes on him. Cool, cool. So yeah, that's how does it get better than that? So that video is awesome. Well, it is well, awesome. Yeah, and we're going to have more very soon. <laughs> yes, it's so cool. Doctor Fanning is starting a study of access. He's going yeah, to do a study yeah. to see what it's all about. So it'll be interesting to see what shows up on that. See, yeah, senor. Saw the email and I, I registered for the. I don't know if I was too late. Somehow I just saw it. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it just depends on where you are and where he's going to be. That'll be the. Well, I put Phoenix, so you never know, right? Yep. You True, never story. Know. True story. True story. Thanks so much. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Petra. Bye. Take care. See you soon. Okay. Bye -bye. Yeah. Just a couple of minutes, Dr. Dane. Exactly, my friend. So, uh, basically, you know, it, it's interesting because we've sort of covered a lot of things during this particular talk um, or particular show. You know, and this idea that animals actually have awareness, you know, the only time they function from less than awareness is when we put that on them. I think yep. if we could get that, things would get a lot easier for us and the animals. Okay. And I think everybody just went, all the projections, expectations, separation, judgments, and rejections I have on my animal, even if it's your lover, we just try and create all those. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. Way too many of those. Exactly. Expectations. The funny part about it is I keep 
project and expect that their dog will be, you know, all loving or whatever. And the dog goes, oh, I got to do that again. I know. Oh, thanks. Oh. I'm not human. Get out of my way. Let me be a dog. <laughs> I know. And on that note, we have come to the end of our show together. And uh, oh. I'm just going to invite you to, you know, the Being You either live or live streamed in San Diego starts July 30th, 31st, 31st. And, uh, and what are the possibilities? What are you going to do? Fool, and I can say that because I know fools when I meet them. <laughs> exactly. And what else is possible? If you were to function as the animals function in the world, what else would be possible for you? You'd know. All right. Well, and on thanks. that note, welcome to our world where the animals got it going on and we don't. Look forward to being with you next time on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Bye bye. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to the world.